Hi there, I'm Nihal and you're listening to the Rescue Tales podcast, the show dedicated to helping you settle your adopted rescue dog. Now in this episode, I'm going to be sharing six tips to help you settle your adopted rescue dog in those first few days and weeks, especially if they're really fearful. It can be really, really stressful for dogs and their human companions in those first few days, weeks, and even months. When I brought my dog Rosa home, we had a really rough start, and I've mentioned this in other episodes on the podcast. She was too scared to come inside, and she slept by the front door of the apartment for the first few days. Food didn't work. You know, gentle encouragement didn't work. The only thing that did work was giving her space. And, you know, she was a dog that was scared of everything. She was scared of cars. She was scared of doorways. She was scared of people. She was scared of other dogs. And this can be quite common with rescue dogs. Many are fearful and they express their fears in different ways. So with Rosa, she had a freeze defense reflex. So she would just freeze if she was scared. Other dogs might try fight, i.e. they start barking, growling, lunging potentially. They're all just different ways of expressing fear. Now fast forward six months later and Rosa is as happy as can be. So in this podcast, and it's going to be a short one, I want to share some of those key lessons that I learned and the six things that you must do to make sure that that transition is as easy as possible for your new furry friend. So number one, keep your expectations in check. Now, as first-time adopters, we often have really unrealistic expectations of how our dogs will behave when they first come home. We expect them to settle in immediately and enjoy the hugs and cuddles that we attempt to give them. And the reality is it can take months or even for some dogs up to a year to get settled. Now, every dog is individual and some will come home and just behave like their home, right? And they'll just settle in right away. But for many dogs, that is not the case. So the best advice I can give you is just don't have any expectations and just be willing to give your furry friend the emotional support he or she needs. And sometimes that means no hugs or cuddles to start with. I had really, really unrealistic expectations when I brought my dog Rosa home. I expected her to come inside, check out the house and curl up on her bed. The reality was quite different. She, like I said, didn't even want to come inside the front door treats weren't working they were just creating emotional conflict so I stopped giving her treats in those early days I thought you know I'd created this nice cozy environment for her but the truth is from her point of view she'd probably rather still be in the field she was found in that was a place she was familiar with and now that she's fully settled she absolutely loves to snuggle and to be pet and You know, she loves playing with other dogs. So expect that your new furry friend's behavior will change over time. Just be patient. Number two, let your dog decompress in the first few days. Now, studies have shown that living in a shelter environment can lead to really high levels of cortisol in our dog's bodies. And when they're removed from that environment and they come to their new home, it can take up to 72 hours, that's three days, for those stress hormones to go back to their normal levels. So the key thing here is during those first few days, avoid adding any more stresses. That means, you know, not taking them out to 
places that are super crowded if they don't want to go out the house like my dog rosa she didn't want to leave the house don't force them right buy some puppy pads for the toilet put them in a space in your in your if you have an outdoor space that's great i have a a, a balcony so i put them in a certain spot on the balcony because she was just too scared to go out don't have lots of people coming over if, if if the dog is really scared just really give it those first few, few days to decompress and it might need longer my dog rosa needed two weeks to you know just kind of settle in a little bit and then months to really properly settle in so it's really important that you allow them that time to decompress and don't overwhelm them number three and this is one of my favorites put yourself in their paws now dogs have emotions they have lots of emotions they feel excitement they feel contentment they feel fear joy and some studies have even shown that they feel disgust as well so think about how you would feel if you were suddenly taken away from what you considered to be your home and then taken to a place full of strangers that you'd never been to before no familiar faces or places now think about how you would feel if those strange people suddenly came up to you invading your personal space trying to hug you trying to pet you and not giving you the space that you needed you'd probably feel quite anxious and would probably get quite defensive as well and that's exactly how your dog feels now every dog like i said before is an individual and some will react very differently when you bring them home so my experience has been with a dog that was especially fearful uh, but i do know people who've adopted rescue dogs and they just settle right in so it really depends i think it's key that you observe your dog and just try and think about you know when they're behaving in a way that that you know you might not see as normal just put yourself in their paws and think about it from their perspective we often kind of think oh we've brought them into our lovely home and we've bought these cozy beds for them and they you know they'll love this and and we'll be great for them but actually you know like my dog Rosa she was found abandoned in a field I bet you anything those first few days she probably wished she was there right even if it was cold even if it was hard to find food it was familiar she knew that place so make sure you always put yourself in your dog's paws number four give your furry friend space in order to earn his or her trust now think about it Would you trust someone you just met? Probably not. So it's the same. You have to earn your dog's trust. And just like with people, that takes time and it means you have to give them some space. The quickest way to earn your dog's trust is avoid forcing it to do anything it doesn't want to do and just give it space and distance. Now, if you approach a dog that's scared, stressed and feels threatened, You'll just end up reinforcing those emotions, likely negative emotions in your dog and those fears. So rather than going up to your dog, let it come to you. It might take time, but remember you're setting a foundation for a lifelong relationship that's hopefully based on trust and respect. And that is absolutely worth being patient for. Now, I interviewed a horse trainer, actually, Max Easy, who uses positive reinforcement to train horses. And we had a great conversation where she talked about the power of using distance with a fearful animal, including dogs. And it's exactly what I did with my dog, Rosa. When I first brought her home, like I said, she did not want to come inside the apartment I tried using treats for the first few minutes and I just realized I was just creating emotional conflict because she was hungry, really wanted the treats and was trying to 
come inside just for the treats, but you could see she was really, really anxious. So I just put her food near the door where she was and I walked away and I let her be. And over the next few days, she slowly started to come inside and I waited for her to come to me to be pet and for affection. I didn't go to her. And over time, over the weeks, I eventually gained her trust and there was a sudden aha moment for me when she just kind of followed me and came up to me for a pet and I just thought wow okay now she realizes that I'm not gonna hurt her she's safe where she is and it's all gonna be okay so make sure you give your dog space to earn its trust number five show your furry friend where to go to the toilet now this is a big big challenge for many people who bring home an adopted rescue dog or people who adopt a rescue dog is they kind of expect the dog to know where to go pee pee and poo poo. Well, even if your dog was trained in its previous home, it doesn't mean it will know where to go to the toilet in your home. You have to show him or her where to go and you have to give them lots of praise when they go in the right place. Now, if they go in the wrong place, do not tell them off. Look, dogs are clean animals. They do not like to, you know, soil the areas where they'll be sleeping or resting and they will happily go in the place that you teach them to go but sometimes it takes some time to figure that out right so you need to be really patient this whole business about rubbing your dog's nose in its poo or pee is just cruel and awful do not do that it doesn't work all it does is just create you know fear in your dog, your dog will be afraid of you. So just avoid avoid doing that. I used puppy pads when I brought Rosa home because she was too scared to go out the house. She's an adult dog. She was a stray, so she didn't really understand the concept of, you know, going to the toilet inside a house or an apartment it was really strange for her. So she, you know, had a few mistakes, which was fine. Eventually she understood that there was a specific area in the balcony where the puppy pads were, and that's where she would go to the toilet. But as soon as I managed to get her out the house, she would find a tree and she would just do her business. So if you're really struggling with this, hire a trainer who uses positive approaches and reward-based training to support you with this. Number six, learn to read your dog's body language. Now, this is so important because learning to read your dog's body language is how you'll understand its emotional state and intentions. For example, if your dog's head is really low and you can see the white area of its eyes, often referred to as whale eye, or its pupils are really dilated, it might be licking its lips or it keeps yawning a lot, then it could be signs that those are signs that your dog could be stressed out or anxious. Now, one of the other key things about body language that's often misinterpreted is tail wagging. People tend to think a, t a dog wagging its tail means the dog is happy. That's not necessarily true. There's many different ways a dog can wag its tail. And sometimes that means the dog is anxious. Sometimes it means it might be super alert. And sometimes it does mean it's happy and content. So learning to, to read your dog's body language, and there's plenty of resources. If you just go onto YouTube and type in, you know, read your dog's body language, you'll find lots of great resources. I interviewed Debbie Luckin recently, who is the founder of Kids Around Dogs, and she teaches children how to read dog's body language. So she's got some great free resources on her website. It's Kids Around Dogs. So do check that out. And I will link to her episode in the show notes of this episode as well. 
So that's it. Those are the six tips. I hope you found these tips helpful. And if you want to learn more about how to settle your rescue dog, make sure you subscribe to the Rescue Tales podcast. You can do that by going to rescuetales.co forward slash podcast. And that's tales, T-A-I-L-S, like dog tail. Anyway, thanks for joining me and I will see you again soon. Bye.